This is the Water Boy with your daily news brief for Wednesday, July 20th, 2022. Hey, I got you guys got to come out to Knoxville, Tennessee. I mean, there's just no way around it. You know, you got to come out October 6th to the 8th. We got beer and psalms, our amazing lineup of speakers, which include George Gilder, who's got amazing talk scheduled for you. I told him to combine all three of his books into one talk, you know, um, uh, sexual suicide, knowledge and power, and life after Google, all into one talk. He's going to pull it off. We got Jared Longshore, Pastor Wilson, Dr. Ben Merkel, Pastor Toby. Chalk Knox is doing a panel with Pastor Wilson, Nancy Wilson, Rebecca Merkel, Dr. Merkel. It's going to be uh, just a fun time. And of course, of course, there's going to be after parties, beer and psalms. Sign up at fightlifefeast.com. We can't wait to see you in, out there at uh, in Knoxville. Representative Omar and 16 members of Congress, including AOC, were arrested during abortion protest near the Supreme Court. That happened uh, yesterday on Tuesday. Multiple Congress, multiple, multiple members of Congress, including Representative Ilan Omar, uh, Alma Adams, uh, DNC out of North Carolina, were arrested by Capitol Police Tuesday afternoon outside the Supreme Court building during an abortion rights protest. Adams staff confirmed her arrest in a tweet from her official account. Omar's office confirmed her arrest also to WCCO. In a tweet, Omar remains defiant. She says, today I was arrested while participating in a civil disobedience action with my fellow members of Congress outside the Supreme Court. I will continue to do everything in my power to raise the alarm about the assault on our reproductive rights. Reproductive rights. That just doesn't make sense when you can't reproduce or when you're trying to kill what you're trying to produce. Capitol Police warned demonstrators that they should, should that they would be taking action, and they tweeted this out. The Capitol Police, apparently there's like a little Twitter uh, war, a little Twitter uh, public notice happening here. Capitol Police tweeted this out and says, it is against the law to block traffic, so officers are going to give our standard three warnings before they start making arrests. Minutes later, they announced that some of the demonstrators are refusing to get out of the streets, so we're starting to make arrests now. Capitol Police later tweeted that they arrested 34 people in total, including 16 members of Congress. Video from the scene show Representative AOC being led away, Ilan Omar being led away, and so forth. And if you actually look at the video, they're walking away. AOC's walking away with her hands behind her back, and same for Ilan Omar, walking away with their hands behind her back and pretending to be handcuffed. And then as they kind of get out of camera view, they raise their hand to the crowd and wave and then put their hands behind their back like they're being handcuffed. It's, it, was a, it was a brutal arrest for AOC. Amazon sues Facebook administrators of more than 10,000 Facebook group pages over fake reviews. So if you're a Facebook manager, uh, apparently Amazon can come after you. Amazon said in a filed lawsuit uh, against the administrators of what says more than a 10,000 Facebook groups used to coordinate fake reviews of Amazon products. Wow, fake news. Sounds like uh, that's a problem. Those in charge of the Facebook groups solicit the reviews for items ranging from camera tripods to car stairs in exchange for free products or money, Amazon said in a statement. Ooh. Uh, the activity, which is against Amazon's rules, occurs across Amazon stores in the U.S., U.K., Germany, France, Italy, Spain, Japan, the company said. Such bogus reviews are typically used to produce ratings and increase the likelihood customers buy them. So it looks like these Facebook groups solicit reviews to for people to go post reviews on Amazon. Interesting. The lawsuit represents proactive legal actions targeting bad actors, Amazon vice president said. Amazon has for years been dodging 
been dodged dodged by inauthentic reviews. And during the pandemic, consumers have flocked to e-commerce platforms. And with that has come growing review manipulation and customer fr- frustration. One of the Facebook groups called Amazon Product Review had more than 43,000 members. Facebook removed the group this year, Amazon said, adding that it evaded Facebook's detection by changing letters and phrases that might set off Facebook's alarms. That's interesting. You know, Marcus Pittman, and, and he's been doing that for a long time, changing letters, you know, using, exchanging, uh, uh, and, uh, you know, alphabetic numer- uh, number, or excuse me, uh, 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 for a, a uh, uh, numerical, num- you know, to look the same in the word. Amazon didn't disclose the names of the Facebook group administrators to their locations um, and everything. So interesting there. Uh, you could be a Facebook group administrator and get sued by Amazon. Federal tax collection set record through June. This is is incredible. According to CNN, CNS News, excuse me, the federal government hauled in a record uh, three million, over three million, almost four trillion dollars in total taxes for the first fiscal months of 2022. So this is going October through June, according to the monthly Treasury statement. That was up uh, five uh, five trillion or fifteen percent. From then record, the the $3 trillion in June 2022 dollars, the federal government collected in taxes in the first nine months of the fiscal 2021. So we're up 15% this year, okay? Um, that's about $3 trillion from last year. So um, we're up 15%. It's incredible. This record, this $3 trillion, uh, almost $4 trillion, I'm, I'm, I'm summarizing here, excuse me, in total taxes that the federal government collected in the first nine months of the fiscal year included – uh, about two trillion in individual income taxes, one trillion, a little over one trillion in social insurance and retirement receipts, and then sixty-one billion in excise taxes, twenty-four billion in estate gift taxes. That's a lot of money, and seventy-four billion in customs duties, and one hundred and nine billion in what the Treasury calls miscellaneous receipts. Miscellaneous receipts. Where's where's that shakedown coming from? At the same time that it was collecting this record. Oh, you know, just shy of four trillion in total taxes. The federal government spent over four trillion dollars. They collected a record uh, just shy of four trillion. It's about three point eight trillion, uh, and the government spent about four point three trillion. Man, thus the federal government ran a deficit of about five hundred billion dollars in the first nine months of the fiscal year. We collect record and in, in reckon numbers in trillions of dollars, and this is what we get now. Here's how this expenses kind of shake out. Follow me here. The Department of Health and Human Services spent the most money of any federal agency during the first nine months of the fiscal year, expending about $1.1 trillion. The Social Security Administration spent the second most, just shy of a trillion dollars. The Department of Treasury spent the third most. What are they spending money on? Um, just sorry, again, of a trillion dollars, $944 billion. And this includes five hundred and twenty. Billion dollars in interest on Treasury debt securities? What? Oh my goodness! The Department of Defense military program has spent the fourth most, which is about five uh, five hundred and about five hundred uh, billion dollars in in their um, in that time frame. Uh, just it's amazing how we're spending our money on basically social services, uh, um, uh, social security. Department of Treasury, what are they spending? Apparently half of their budget is on interest and debt securities. That's incredible. Well, folks, 
uh, as you know, we've been talking about Dropwave here on our podcast and on our show. And, and it, you know, if you have a podcast, if your church has a podcast feed or something, consider moving over to Dropwave. It's really easy. And uh, Dropwave really is trying to serve the cancel culture market, trying to serve people who are trying to avoid cancel culture market and Christian organizations. You know, cancel culture is really like walking on a thin glass bridge over the Grand Canyon. Every step you take, you could get killed you know, or, or canceled in this case. Since the beginning, CrossPolitik has been working on being anti-fragile, so no matter what happens, our content can still be delivered to your TV and to your podcast. This past year, me, the water boy, and my friend Jeremy have been working on building a podcast hosting solution for rowdy platforms like CrossPolitik so that you can be confident your podcast will never fail through the, through, you know, never fall through that glass bridge, you know, step on it and you fall through and then you're off the waves. Dropwave offers seamless onboarding for shows and have and, and that have been around for years for easy to use solutions for starting your own podcast. So if you've been around for a long time, we'll take care of you. And if you're starting a new podcast, it's just as easy to get onboarded. If you have a legacy show or if you have a you know um, five years of sermons on your church directory, we can slurp all that all that content up and easily bring it into Dropwave, and you're still good to go. We don't you don't have to do much. Dropwave will track all your shows' downloads by city, state, country, and it offers network and enterprise packages for solutions like the Fight Left East Network. Free to speak, free to podcast, free to start your journey now at Dropwave.com. Come on over. Democrats boosted a MAGA. Uh, governor in Pennsylvania, what is going on here? Okay, so Jackie Kolbach, this is according to Politico, so this is just like a liberal take on this. Um, Jackie Kolbach was one, just one of Pennsylvania GOP leaders who was worried in May when Doug Mastriano clinched the Republican primary for governor. If you've been following Pennsylvania, I like Doug. I'm pretty excited about Doug. Doug was a MAGA state senator. This is, again, Politico's writing this. He's a MAGA state senator who worked to overturn the 2020 presidential election, and Kolbach thought he would struggle to win the critical battleground state in the fall. But he's feeling differently these days, yep, because Doug won. The higher gas prices, the more electable Doug is, said the chair of uh, Cambria County Republican Party. Honestly, I feel... That Doug's campaign is going to lose. So he feels uh, like Doug's going to lose because the Republican establishment doesn't like guys like Doug is really what it what it is. And the immediate aftermath of Pennsylvania's messy gubernatorial primary, which includes an ill-fated last-minute attempt by GOP establishment to stop Doug, many Democrats and Republicans in Pennsylvania thought the race was all but over. Attorney General Josh Shapiro, the Democratic non- nominee, as a first-class fundraiser with a record of winning tough statewide races, he emerged unscathed from the Democratic primary after clearing the field. So uh, it looks like Doug is going to be going against Josh Josh Shapiro, uh, uh, head-on-head Republican to Democrat. Now, Doug, on the other hand, has a shoestring campaign, regularly antagonizes members of his own party, again, this is Politico, and is known for his far-right views on hot-button issues like abortion. Okay, and apparently he also chartered buses to the uh, January 6th to help people get to uh, the January 6th Trump rally, and and that's a far-right view. But as the political environment has worsened for Democrats across the country, the gubernatorial race in Pennsylvania has begun to look more competitive than either party expected. Polls show that Doug's behind uh, um, uh, Josh Shapiro by only three to four percentage points. Which is within margin of error. That's a margin of error. So, though many still have doubts about Doug's ability to run a successful campaign, that has made Pennsylvania Republicans more optimistic and serve as a wake up call for Democrats, particularly in the wake of Roe v. Wade being overturned. 
Okay, uh, that's interesting. So be following that race. Doug is a Christian. Um, he's a he's against abortion. Um, he's uh, kind of I think even facing kind of an uphill battle with kind of the reestablishment Republican Party because he's kind of out an outsider who is uh, I think uh, challenging the establishment within the Republican Party and of course the Democrats don't like him at at all. So man, in, anyway, if you're in Pennsylvania, reach out to Doug. Any way you guys can help, uh, there's some. Uh, I'm really excited to see if Doug can beat this Josh Shapiro Democrat. Uh, in November, that'll say good things for Pennsylvania to come. Biden energy advisor makes revealing comments while discussing gas prices on CNN. We've been following this and trying to update you guys on the gas prices, but particularly really the angle we've been trying to hit on with you guys is how Biden wants to use gas prices, how Biden wants to use the shutdown of the Keystone pipeline, how Biden wants to use his anti oil policies to create kind of a new economy really is what he's going for. So this is according to Town Hall. President Joe Biden's special coordinator for international energy affairs, Amos Hochstein. Hochstein? That doesn't sound like a very American name there. Made an appearance on CNN Tuesday morning as gas prices continue to bust the budgets of American families. During his remarks, Hochstein, you know, Hitler, hi Hitler, Hochstein, said the White House does not want oil and gas companies embarking on new projects and that they're working to accelerate the current extremely painful and unaffordable transition to alternative energy. That's what Hochstein said. Listen to this, quote, he's, he said, it's about making a choice between what is the short term and the medium term so we can make sure we have enough oil and gas to support us through the transition and what are the kind of steps we don't want the oil and gas industry to take that would have long-term consequences when we don't want new major projects that would take 20 to 30 years that would become profitable? He goes on to say, so we have to make that differentiation to make sure the American consumer has what it needs to grow, grow our economy and the global economy, but not take steps and endanger the climate work that we're trying to do to make sure that we're on a better footing to accelerate the transition. Listen to that phraseology, accelerate the transition. And here's a clip from, you know, climate Caesar, climate czar, C czar, John Kerry is flying around the world as we know, um, you know, promoting global climate change. And, and he's one of the few, I guess, that can fly around the world in a private jet and do this and not get any flack about it. So he's flying around the world and repeating these similar talking points. Listen to this clip. So I think that um, the challenge for all of us now is that no one country can solve this problem by itself. We all have to be able to reduce the emissions. We have to accelerate the transition. We're behind. We're not yet fulfilling the promises that we made in Glasgow. So we have our work cut out for us, and I look forward to talking about that with you. Well, there you have it. The Democratic Party uh, in with their uh, Rachel Levin's, their... John Kerry's, their Biden's, they're they're it's a it really is a clown show going on in the White House, and that's that's tragic to watch. This is Gabriel Rinch with Cross Politic News. Support Rowdy Christian Media by joining our club at FightLaughFeast.com, downloading our app, and head to our annual Fight Laugh Feast events. If this content is helpful to you, please consider becoming a Fight Laugh Feast club member. Join our army and support our fight. We're trying to build a cancel-proof media platform. We're trying to build something far bigger than we have the capacity right now. We really need your club support. 
uh, join today and get a discount and see us at our Fight Laugh Feast conference in Knoxville. Have a great day. Or just.